Oh, your background's changed. Yeah. Yeah, you're in like a weird cartoon world. Really? Yeah. I picked an office background. Oh, it's like a cartoon office. It's quite cool. <laughs> do the same, but I don't know how to do it now. Right. Let's do this. Hello and welcome to Conversations on Karate. I'm Sue. I'm Greg. We're back. We are. It's just, it's just us this week. It's just us, by popular request. <laughs> yeah, yeah, God knows why. <laughs> but it's just us. Um, Taking an yeah. opportunity to have a, a catch-up on all the stuff that's going on in our karate and in the karate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Let's forewarn people, by the way. If you yeah. hear Sue coughing throughout this, Sue's had the, the dreaded Rona. <laughs> the dreaded, the dreaded Rona Sue's visited had, me. Sue's had the COVID. Um, I have. But you're doing all right now, Sue, yeah? I am. I'm incredibly tired, which apparently is a real feature of post-COVID. Mm. And uh, so I, I think I'm croaking a bit. And um, is some, I, I, I do still have the cough. So apologies for that. But we thought we'd just make this anyway. Yeah, and uh, and just carry on, carry on. Um, but yeah, it's it's been a while Over since Skype, we had. By the way, to anyone that's listening. Over Skype. <laughs> we didn't just go fuck it. We'll we'll just uh, meet up and record anyway. Ignore well, no, isolation. I'm, I'm, no, oh, I'm out of isolation. isolation now, anyway. No, no, I am out of isolation. Yeah, I am. Uh, yesterday was a big day. Went all the way to Tesco. Wow. So, like yeah it's like rock and roll lifestyle <laughs> sounds good. good it was very exciting so, so what yeah. you're saying is tesco is a really great place to shop and they should sponsor our podcast <laughs> no what i'm saying is tesco's down the road and i needed some stuff <laughs> oh no shall we refer to the fact that we are recording this at the end because we started talking before we yes yeah, okay. I've just said it. Okay. So, so yeah. yeah, we we started talking press records because we like that and then had a whole conversation. Um, so the conversation is slightly broken up into subjects. Yeah. You may hear some fade-ins, some fade-outs, some... I don't know what Sue's going to do with the edit, some funky music somewhere, I'm sure. Who knows? It's going to be an experience to listen to this one. <laughs> You may hear, you may even hear Ramsey Dewey pop in. He does pop in, actually. He does pop in, yeah. Yeah, so, <laughs> who knows? And, and um, you know, just so it's out there, we're, we're open to the real Ramsey Dewey popping in. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Anytime. Anytime, yeah. Okay, well, enjoy the episode. Absolutely. I realised something really stupid today. Like, really fucking stupid. I was thinking to myself, <coughs> I suddenly remembered what it was like doing training when we very first began, like work training for Jeff and yep. how long and how he used to teach us like Kihon in the line and how Joe used to teach us Kihon in the line. And I suddenly realized that that constant practicing and doing that got me really strong because just practicing, holding the position and practicing and getting everything perfect. And then I suddenly realised I've stopped practising because we don't do it anymore in class. Isn't that weird? Because I don't have a punch bag or, or things to hit. And I suddenly thought, oh my God, I'm only practising what I'm currently being taught. That's what cat is for. No, I know, but I'm not breaking it down into oh, each okay. individual move. I'm practising the kata. Mm. Isn't that shit of me not to be thinking... I need to just practice the precision of. Yeah, you're, you're, you're. I don't think it's hindered you in any way, though. No, it just made me think, though, that we're only. I only practice what I'm. I practice some of what I've been taught, but generally speaking, I'm practicing what I am currently being taught. I think that's the same for most people, to be honest. You think? Mm. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's not like you're forgetting anything else. No, but I suppose it occurred to me that. <coughs> this is why I think a beginner's class would be good. Yeah. <laughs> so if you were a boxer, right, let's just suppose someone like whoever, someone who would really struggle to form a straight line, mm -hmm. went to a boxing class and they, they couldn't punch straight. They were just, you know, bent, bunch, punching with a, a bent wrist all the time. What would they do? Would they take them off the bag and say, right, shadow box this for? Probably not, because they'd make them wrap their hands first. Yeah. So their wrist would, wouldn't be able to bend. Okay, so they... The hand, almost... rats, would, the hand rats would force the wrist straight. Okay. So, yeah. Which is, I think is a mistake. I think you've got to get used to bending your wrist to know how it, shit it is. The amount right. of times I've rolled my wrist and done things wrong, it, that's when you go, okay, I, don't, I need to do it differently. I think by, by and large, karate people who actually hit things probably have better, stronger knuckles and wrists than a boxer. Because they're taught precision. Well, no, just from day one, they always have their hands wrapped. Oh, I see what you mean. And they wear big, thick gloves. So there's no, you're not really hitting with the structure of the wrist. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it does make a difference. So that's a good thing. Mm. Right then. <clears throat> so sorry about that little tangent. That's okay. That's okay. When you said about practicing what you've been taught, though, I think that comes from the, the old way of doing things, because I'm looking at streamlining the syllabus because we're not doing formal testing. Aren't we? No, apparently not. Which is great. And I've really? realized mm, and I've realized well maybe for brown and black belts we will, but for up to then I've realized A we've got too many belts because the the belts only work when you're doing the 3K system of here's one punch. Next grade will add a block to that punch. Next grade will add a kick to that punch. Do you know what I mean? Everything builds very slowly. Yeah. When you're learning how to like mm -hmm. fight, you can't separate anything. Do you know what I mean? There's no separation. So I couldn't say, okay, by orange belt, you're going to learn how to throw these three punches and this one takedown. Because by the nature of live sparring and stuff, you're already going to be doing more than that anyway. Yeah. And you'll already be, you'll, you'll end up in positions where you'll need other things that aren't advanced things. They're just basic things. And that's when I go back and I, looked at, I look at jiu-jitsu. It's like, okay, for the first belt, you learn everything. That's why it takes two years. It's like, okay, because you can't just learn part of it. You need to learn every position because you need to at least know what those positions mean. Right. So if you're doing a karate syllabus that's based on actual combat, you can't just, you can't separate it. You can learn the basics of everything. And then each grade after that is improving on those basics. So what you're saying is you're only practicing what you've been learned. Yeah, you are, but you're still, you've had everything before that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You're, you're, kind of, you're practicing the basics by doing the stuff you've been taught because everything's, it, it's all the same. There's no difference between it. Yeah. It's, it's all the same stuff. No, it is it is all the same stuff. I suppose I was just thinking about the just breaking down that those those few things, like breaking it down into this very precise, repetitive mm. method of teaching and learning. Yeah. Which I suddenly found myself thinking of this morning and practicing and thinking this is a good thing to be practicing. Because and, and I think part of it was doing um some weapons recently and 
but being taught in the moment of the kata to when you're doing what looks like a very small block where you're turning your hand out to the side it's not a very small block because you're you're having to engage your upper arm and then your back muscles as well so that you're actually creating something very rigid mm-hmm. and very very strong and it's just it, it just came to me today that that's that very precise small amount of movement and practicing that is beneficial mm-hmm. breaking it down like that yeah well anyway that, i so, like it 100 percent it is that's a different way of doing kata though like you've done there because you're learning everything side by side yeah so what we were doing was doing the kihon in the line and then yeah applying that in the kata whereas we're doing kata very slowly and precisely and learning every movement as the kata moves yeah i don't I, i've i've said to joe we need to <coughs> move i i i really kata makes up a, this amount of your training super small amount and i think the order we because i made a put so last night basically what we did was we worked um just jab cross hooks and uppercuts to start with then we did a single leg into side control and a hip escape so we did one we did we started from the stand up we worked the takedown we worked the ground then we put it all together to do one long drill and I said then yeah. I was like what cat is that from I was like well, I don't know I was like it's all my hanshi and techie because you've got hooks and uppercuts and straights and techie I said just because we're not attached to another person right now if, if, if we close the distance and I grab hold of Joe in some way, some way I grab a wrist and fire an uppercut, I'm here. If I grab a wrist and throw a hook, I'm here. It's the same thing, but by learning the kata and then learning the bunkai for what each move means, you don't get that. You need to learn everything first. Then the kata becomes a reference point. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like if you if you showed Hian Sandan to a judo guy, they would make sense of it straight away. Yeah. Because they know every position that they've been in those positions countless times. Yeah. Whereas if you're getting someone to learn Hian Sandan, then showing them the movements, mm. it you're learning bad habits by drilling the solo thing first. Right. See what I'm saying? Yeah, I do see what you're saying, yeah. You need a reference point to understand kata. And if you don't I have do. that reference point, then it's just be, that's where you get shockingly bad bunkai. Yeah. Because there's no understanding of actual, of, of what combat is. See what I mean? Yeah. When we've had really uh-huh. um, full-on Sunday trainings we've sometimes done a kata to, like chill at the end and I, I like that way of of bringing kata in so it stays fresh and flowing in your mind and if you've just done a session where you've been doing application running through a kata you see things that you wouldn't see before yeah so the, uh, not this Thursday just gone the Thursday before I took Alex's group Scott uh, and yeah, that was it away. And we did some just basic positional grappling clinch stuff. And I was saying to them, like, just every time you move, every time you're in a position, just think of where you are. Don't just do it blindly. Think, think where your arm is. If your arm's wedged up against his head and you've got the other arm hooked, where are you? You're in an agiuki. Like, if you've got a frame on his neck and you're wrapped in one arm and the head's tucked down, where are you? You're in a shuto. Like that you're always in a position and then I was like afterwards I was like just go run through some kata and you'll see now the positions you're in yeah it will make far more sense so just by doing the kata cooling down you go oh I was in that position like two minutes ago I was there now yeah. I know exactly what that means I have a reference point now yeah and not trying to do the kata fast and strong not trying to do it um at performance level but trying to do it really perfectly and slowly so that you can think about what you're doing is that what you're saying yeah exactly 
exactly makes sense this is why i think we're actually making this podcast now aren't we yeah should we just include all of this we could do an intro at the end yeah i was about to say this is why i really like karate that's fine anyway where were we i was gonna say that that's one of the things that i like about karate is you've got it's not all about it's not all about the combat it's also got the other things in it that you can do and enjoy that inform it that teach you different stuff i love that there's kata in it i really do yeah i do as well i do as well i i definitely enjoy kata but i enjoy it for what it is now do you need them no but are they worth having yeah for sure i think they're worth having i think that we give them potentially too much weight far too much weight too much weight so we're always looking for I've, I've really enjoyed exploring them and finding things in them and the last time I was training with you guys we found a secret hidden thing didn't we we all did we we did found a secret hidden fine. thing. we didn't <laughs> I think I think we were kind of we were running through Gion again we've been focusing on Gion quite a lot because that's been my my um kata that I'll be doing um potentially for my next belt but we we were I can't even remember which section we were doing but I think I was working on the bag we were going in a three you were working with Joe I was doing a bag and I was doing a kick or something and saying oh yeah that is there that is there if you want it to be there and we all kind of had a bit of a laugh and said it's secret (laughs) secret yeah secret techniques in kata which there aren't at all it's just kind of like you know if the movement's available to you when you're doing something it's available to you it's not necessarily hidden yeah that's exactly my point though about what i was saying is is learning stuff first if you learn a good amount of skills before you even touch a kata kata will make sense automatically yeah just will if you learn decent things without ever touching a kata in your life if you then get shown a kata they will make sense to you if you allow it to make sense if you look at it like you know someone who thinks it's bullshit then it won't but if you go in with an open mind and go okay what is this it will make sense if you've got good combative skills it will make sense Mm. now do you need them for combat to work of course not no god no of course not you don't need them at all do you need them to be good at self-defense absolutely not no it's got nothing to do with self-defense but talking talking to Mary made that really clear for me that martial arts that she was teaching to the girls in India taught them body confidence, physical strength, being able to hit things hard and accurately. Mm-hmm. Self-defense was a separate thing that involved huge amounts of safety and awareness. It had nothing to do with the martial arts. It was a, a, a separate set of skills and the martial arts fed into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, self-defense is a touchy subject, isn't it, really? Yeah, come to the conclusion more and more that it's best taught by people who truly understand it. Mm. Well, me and Joe had this conversation literally like before class last night. Joe was, we were talking about something and Joe said, yeah, you know, the the old JKA model doesn't teach you self-defense. And I was like, well, I'll argue that 90% of the applied community doesn't teach self-defense either. They teach combative karate, which is great. But if you're going to teach self-defense, strip all the karate out of it, you don't need it. You no. do not need it. No. And I think sometimes we use self-defense as a cop-out as well. How do you mean? Like, oh, you know, if someone tried to do that to me, because there's no rules in self-defense, I could do this. So it wouldn't work. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But I can't practice that because it's too dangerous. But yeah, all right. Okay. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, anyway. Anyway. Well, yeah. So I I think you're right. I think that as um I didn't used to think that when I first started. But I do see now that there are things that you can take from 
having learned karate that you could absolutely apply if you were in a situation. Yeah, absolutely. Being able to, you know, make a frame with your arm, hit someone, exactly. you know, whatever situation you might be in potentially. But as we've also established, huge amounts of self-defense do not happen in a space where you're going to be openly physically attacked. Self-defense yeah. can look very different from that. If we're talking about you have to you have to be. I don't want to use the term violent, but let's say you have to. You have to do something to someone to to gain an escape. There are things that you learn in karate and martial arts that will help you, but there's also things you learn in fucking rugby that will help you. <laughs> do you know what I mean? But you know, you don't spend half the time training rugby going. This is what would happen if someone grabbed you. You just learn how to slam into people and take them over. That's a great skill. If you need to get some space and get someone off you like do you know what i mean if you're good at rugby you're going to be able to take someone i think jeff thompson said like i'd take i'd take the um sunday morning rugby player over the karate the average karate black belt in the street any day of the week <laughs> and you're like yeah because they week in week out are just bashing into people all over the pitch yeah it's <laughs> It's true. It's true. Stomping on them and then running away. <laughs> but they don't go, oh, this is for self-defense. This is for rugby. They don't care. It just, it just it just happens. Now, obviously, they don't have, you know, we talk about self-defense is 99% soft skills, which it is. It should be, you know, or maybe 90% and then 10% physical. They don't have that 90% because they're rugby players. They don't give a shit. If you're teaching self-defense, that should be the focus. It shouldn't be the rugby that's the focus. It should be the soft skills. Yeah. Which is, yeah, why I've definitely gone. I don't really teach self-defense. I teach bits that will help you, potentially, but... Yeah. I think that's very wise. I, well, I applaud all the people in the karate world that are saying, no, I'm teaching karate. I'm not teaching self-defense. That's a specific... Yeah. A specific set of skills. <laughs> yes, very specific set of skills that I've acquired over a period of time. A long period of time. <laughs> it's a wonderful, it's a wonderful um, scene. Mm -hmm. mm. It is. Yes. But that is definitely one of the things that I'm liking about karate is all of that fun stuff. That's what I mean. It frees everything up as well yeah just just enjoy the learning enjoy the learning i was thinking the other day that um now i've done one belt my next belt should i get there is is black and um and it, it just occurs to me this morning that as, as i was thinking about preparing for that that preparing in inverted commas people preparing for a belt takes huge amounts of the fun out of it my, I don't want to prepare for a belt. You're preparing for a belt from the moment you step in the door. I know, but I, I don't like that idea. I like the idea of rocking up every week and getting better at something that I really enjoy. So I have taken the idea of training for a black belt out of my hands, out of my head, put it to one side, thought I'm not doing that anymore. That's I'm exactly how it should be. Concentrate on getting better. <laughs> yes, that's exactly how it should be. Me and Joe had this discussion the other day because we were to, I, and I bigged you up to be fair. Did you? We, I did. We were really? talking about belts, and I said we've got far too many. I said if we're talking about non-formal testing, um, I did throw Ken's idea out there. But yeah, no, that 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 was a bit extreme. But I think we do have too many belts, and I think we were talking about the gratification that students need. And I'm like, kids, 100%, give them 10 belts. They need it, that's fine. But adults, I was like, I said, to, I said, Sue spent a year and a half training with me when, like, before we came to you, and she didn't give a fuck what belt she was. <laughs> I was like, she didn't fucking care. She's not once asked, when am I going to get my next belt? Which is why she got it. But she didn't care. She just turned up every time and learnt stuff and I was like it's the same now like 
She didn't once ask, when am I going to get my first cue? She just turned up every session and trained. I was like, that's what it should be. It shouldn't be, oh, when am I going to get my next belt? Because I feel like I'm not doing a lot. It's like, yeah, but if you're learning, you are doing a lot. If you're training hard, you'll get your next belt. Do you know what I mean? It's it's too... I watched uh, Ramsey Dewey's. Uh, he, I, I really like his... I'm going to plug Ramsey now. I love his Q&A with the coach. I've not, does. I've not seen that. I've seen his ordinary videos and he is a, a funny, candid... He's great. Um, very experienced guy. I'd yeah. love to chat to him, actually. Maybe we'll work that out. I would love to do that. I think I'm friends with him on Facebook. Maybe I'll shoot him a message. Anyway. He like he likes the conversations on Karate Page. We are so blessed and honest. Does he really? I think he does. I oh, think shout he does. out Ramsey. He's never oh. listened, but fair play. I, 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 I could be very wrong on that. Forgive me if I am. That's all right. Um, <laughs> but no, I was, he, he puts up every, I don't know if it's every week or something, he does a Q&A with the coach. So people send him questions and stuff. And one of the questions was, what, how do you feel about a belt system for MMA? And he, I'm going to try and do my best Ramsey Dewey impression now. He's, I don't give out gold stars. Why do you need a gold star for? If you're sparring and you're getting better, that's all that matters. That was pretty good, I thought. Not bad at all. That was pretty good. I was quite pleased with that. And I was like, yeah, it makes sense. Because if you're sparring, the progression system, that's your progression system. Yeah. Is, is the live training. That's how you know where you're at. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like if, 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 you're, if, you're, if you're a... We'll put it... I'll relate it to, to BJJ because I'm immersed in that world at the moment. But if you, you, you use that idea of... You get a BJJ brown belt that's getting completely fucked up by a blue belt every session, then there's an issue there. That won't happen, though. Nine times out of ten. In karate, probably would. Because it's not based on skill. It's just based on a set amount of things you need to learn before you progress to the next belt. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? I do see what you're saying. I do see what you're saying. And I think the way that you're doing it also allows for people who've got different physical abilities. 100%. To yeah. progress. Because if, 100%. If, if it's based purely on physical attainment, yeah, it, someone yeah. who doesn't have the ability to to do that for whatever reason if they have a disease or a disability they're not going to be able to rise to those heights but if it's based on different things as um daniel from the naihanshi project has shown on his videos mm. those guys that he's training with my god their dedication and skill is just unbelievable that's what that's what it comes down to isn't it is just turn up just turn up every session just turn up and you will get better regardless of your ability and skill level that doesn't matter you will get better than you were the day before yeah you won't get better than the person next to you but you'll get better than you were before now obviously there's there are limits in terms of um sparring and stuff but it just means it'll take you longer doesn't mean you won't get there this might take you a bit longer yeah it might do and and you'll always be different from the next guy or the next girl you'll always be different and and there are we've talked about it i know that we talked quite early on about what how to kind of manage when you're having a really difficult training session when you feel like everything's going backwards and god knows i felt like that often enough in the last few months, I think we all have what with mm-hmm. the mess that everything's been with how we can train and everything being so different. Yeah. And I think all you can do is like as 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 soon as you take the pressure away from having to get better at certain things in order to train for a belt, when you remove that and actually just enjoy rocking up and training with people then you're training the other part of it aren't you that mario was talking about oh i'm getting i'm quite enjoying this thought now that you know you're you're kind of embracing the kind of martial arts way of training you know the discipline of just showing up and and coping with what's in front of you the situation is difficult you can't train how you normally would but if you show up and train you're training your 
your character a little bit, aren't you? You know, which is, or is that a bit too smug? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 100% right, I think. It takes a lot of effort to just turn up in the first place. Yeah. So to turn up, have a really bad session and then go, no, I'm going to turn up tomorrow as well. That, yeah. Not everyone does that, but you will do it the more you turn up. I think you have to just come to terms with it. Like like I had to, like we all have to, that sometimes it's going to suck. And that that's really normal. That's just normal. Sometimes you're off or, or it doesn't work or what have you. Your head's not in the right place. It doesn't matter. You still did something. And if what you got out of it was learning that it's okay for it to sometimes suck and that you'll do better next time, that's a that's a decent lesson to learn. You've just got to learn to love the discomfort. <coughs> Very stoic of you. No, but it's, yeah, yeah, but you do, you do, you have. If you're going to a martial arts session, I mean, if we're talking, I'm not talking three. I, hate, I don't want to use the term three K, but I'm talking about a more traditional way of doing things. Traditional yeah. in inverted yeah. commas. Then, then the discomfort is going to be a different thing. If you if you're on about a group where you're sparring and stuff, you need to learn to love the discomfort of having somebody in your face. You just there's no way to get around it. You have to learn to deal with it. You do. You enjoy. have to learn to deal with it. Um, yeah, I I learned to enjoy the feeling of satisfaction afterwards when I would step mm. away and think bloody hell I just faced down that enormous guy that terrifying 10 year old <laughs> yeah no I'm not saying that if someone doesn't like it get out no you just start them at a different level but if we're talking that idea of character building turning up like session after session where it's not comfortable that's that's character building it is. It is. I think this is why people get hooked on martial arts, is mm. that they love the pushing through, of pushing through of something, really focusing on something, and the sense of satisfaction you get when you push through and you're on the other side of that that thing, and then you get, oh, there's another challenge. Which, which is, is why. Sorry, carry on. I was going to say, which is probably why you're enjoying doing jiu-jitsu right now oh yeah it's great you just turn up it's just I, I, yeah it's just fun turn Different. up you suck you go home again i get sm i get smashed every week i get beaten up all the time all the time that's great it's great first it's really was, first week i was like i don't like this i don't like this feeling of like i've just been mangled now i'm just like okay you, you do it time after time and you just go yeah it's fine yeah but that's that's what I was saying to you, like um, a couple of years ago. You know, it's like it is it is so hard to know that I'm going to lose effectively every single time I step up with someone. And I remember people being kind of reassuring, is that oh you're not losing? But in my head, I know now, of course I'm losing. No and I don't losing, I don't give a shit. Learning. It doesn't matter. You know, it's not that losing is a problem. The point is to do something and get better every time. So that at one point or other, I'll do something that is a solid win, which I was happy to take. When I, one of my first jiu-jitsu sessions, I went with a guy, lovely guy, really big guy, just got his blue belt. And, um, and I partnered with him rolling at the end. And I just said, all right, well, I'm going to lose this one. And he goes, no, no, no. He goes, we don't win and lose here. We win and learn. And I went, Okay. That makes sense. I like that. That immediate just change in perspective is, yeah, we don't lose. You're just learning. So that immediately changed my perspective on that idea now. So now when I go into sparring, I go, I'm not trying to win. I'm trying to maybe do one thing. Yeah. If I can do one thing that I couldn't do before, that's a small win. And the more you add up small wins... Then you get big wins. That's how you progress. Yeah. Before you carry on talking, can I just get you to try something with your microphone? Try holding it vertically. Oh, my. Sorry. That's that it. Better? That's better. Okay. It was me being lazy. Sorry. 
Oh, it's okay. You're just you're just doing this, and you're kind of enjoying it. Oh, I was just getting into involved. I was, yeah. Apologies to anyone no. who's uh, wondering why my voice was going weird. Our sound engineer has sorted it. Sound engineer Sue has just yeah. given given Greg a lesson on microphone technique. Yes, which yes. he shouldn't need. <laughs> He's been taught be- this in the I studio. Have. But in my defence, I'm holding the microphone today because I'm in a lazy mood. At least you're not lying on the sofa talking into a phone, to be fair. True, true. (laughs) I've upped my game a little bit. I'll keep behind the curtain for everyone. (laughs) My game's now been upped. (laughs) I'm in an uncomfortable chair that squeaks holding a a microphone. Yeah. Anyway, Uh, what were we saying? You said something and it made me think about what I was saying about belts. You said... What did you say? Something about, um, oh, the sense of achievement. It's a sense of achievement, yeah. When you, when you do something really, you know. Having, having faced something challenging. And yes. I mean that on a, on a, on a sometimes, rec- I mean, there are many times when we're doing stuff. I, I remember several sessions where we'd be outside, we're doing stuff, practicing, and I'd lose my balance. I, you know, I'd fall over, I'd come home going, well, I did nothing today. And other than just kind of go, okay, well, that's just good information. You know, it's a lot of stuff that needs to be worked on. I need to work on balance and strength. And many a time when I've stepped up in front of someone and, you know, essentially got annihilated. Um, but I've gone home going, yeah, survived it though. Did it. Not scared of that anymore. Mm, exactly. Got hit, survived. It's all mm. right. I can take being hit harder than I want to be hit and the world didn't end going through that is is good information Mm -hmm. and the sense of achievement when you see this is this is what I was going to say about belts by having loads of belts that sense of achievement I feel is diminished if someone feels accomplished right regardless let's say we have no belts like you're saying if you're feeling I accomplished something you're going to come back regardless of whether you've got a new shiny belt or not yeah. It makes no difference. By adding loads of belts, I feel that diminishes that. Yes. Yeah. You're making it too much about the belt and yeah. not enough about the exactly. Yeah. It should it shouldn't it shouldn't be about earning a like Ramsey, a gold star. A gold star. You shouldn't need a gold star. You should enjoy the training. And we do want him to come on, okay, so I'm gonna do if he comes on. I'll be. I, I will. I will do my impression. I will get his thoughts on it. Okay. Okay. Done. Oh, we could do Ramsey Dewey interviews. Ramsey Dewey. How cool would that be? That would be very very. Cool. I'd have to keep that up for about three hours, but I don't know how I'd do that. But mm. I don't know how you do it either. No. <laughs> Sorry. That's all right. So what's coming up that's good? We were thinking about stuff that's kind of fun stuff, things we're liking. Mm. And I was thinking how much I'm enjoying watching Andy Allen's videos. Yeah, I love Andy Allen's stuff. And I was kind of getting nostalgic for my very first days. Uh, The kids tied together with belts. I remember you doing resistance, um, making people do resistance by holding on to belts. Mm-hmm. Love watching them. It's so simple, practical, engaging drills that he's getting his kids to do. Brilliant yeah. stuff. Loving that. Yeah, I love Andy's stuff. I think he's a great teacher. But he's a school teacher, isn't he? So, you know, it must it must help. Yeah, no, he's he's great. Um I love Chris's stuff. Chris Hansen's stuff's great. Yeah. I love Chris's approach. Yeah, it's all martial arts, the it's, whole thing. Yeah. I really like it. Mm, I really yeah. like it. His stuff is absolutely fantastic. What else was I thinking about? Oh, something that's coming up that's going to be good fun is um, DKU. Oh, he's fighting Brad. He's going to fight Brad. He's this is fucking yeah. destroyed. This <laughs> <laughs> is exciting, though. This is fun stuff. Um, and I'm loving I'm loving the approach of the fight. This These guys used to be called Fight Perfect. And they kept getting chucked Bible. off of their fight Bible. Yeah. And um, Bradley is going to go off and 
fight DKU. He's taking it very seriously. Well, it, it made me laugh because he said months ago, um, the guy you're supposed to be fighting cannot make it out of the country. When are you going to just turn around and say, this fight's not happening, I'll step up and fight you? There was nothing from DKU until a week ago when Brad wasn't in the country. Um, and I think that was kind of a ploy to be like, well, he's never going to take this fight now. I like, did wonder. I did wonder if it was a kind of I'm going to make it so impossible for them to get here that they'll have mm-hmm. to decline. And then I get to say, hey, they, they wimped out. <laughs> yeah, I still have my doubts that it's going to happen. It's it's te- it's um, practically logistically a very challenging thing for them to do with getting visas I, and getting I don't think it's that. I think they're, they're on their way there now, aren't they? It was challenging. Um, oh, my God. Uh, what's the other guy's name? Joe. Joe, that's it. Um, did a video on on just how challenging it was going to mm. be with, in terms of uh, the logistics of just getting there. So, uh, but I think they've overcome them. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think they're there. My my thought is DKU tests positive before the fight, and then you don't think it's going to happen. You don't I have think my it... doubts. I hope it does. I hope it does. I would I was, truly I was, like um, to see it. I'd love to see it. I was on DKU's it. page looking at some of his stuff. I was, I was on Instagram and the Fight Perfect guys put a post up and tagged DKU. So I went on DKU's page and I was reading some of the comments. And I'm like, people really think he's going to win. His fans really think. And I'm like, you're fucking mad. Mm. You're crazy. Mm. Which is why I think a part of me thinks he's not going to do this fight. Really? I just... He can't think he's got a chance. Surely. Unless there's something we don't know about the guy. But my God, he can't think he has a chance. <laughs> I'm looking forward to finding out. Mm. I genuinely hope that it, it happens. And that oh, I there's... hope it happens. Yeah. I think it will, it will wake up a lot. It, again, we're bigging up Ramsey today. But he put a video up. Um, said this is the most important fight in martial arts since UFC 1 because DKU is a martial artist, he's not a fighter whereas Brad is both And but a lot of people think, a lot of DKU's followers legitimately think he's going to win and this will shed some realism and some some light on the fact that no, 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 there's a big, big difference between your your Instagram martial artist and an actual fighter. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it, though. I'm looking forward to it. Watching this play out is interesting. Apparently, TKU called Brad a racist. Really? Yeah, because Joe was a bit fuming. Um. He said, he, he said, Brad was actually going to go easy on you. He was like, he was going to, he was going to let you get a round or two in the, you know, if he, if he knocks you down in the corner, he was going to hold you up. You've called him a racist now. You're fucked, basically, is what he said. And I was like, oh dear. He was like, you've awakened the bear and he's not a nice bear. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we'll see. Should be fun. It is. It is. I mean, I'm enjoying watching that one play out. Mm-hmm. Very, very much. <laughs> it's making me laugh. Just thinking about it. Yeah. What else is what else is good? What are you liking at the moment, if anything? I'm really loving Ken's videos as well. Ken's videos are so good. Yeah. I really, really enjoy them. I think I said in the episode with Ken that about watching videos and listening to videos. I've just taken to listening to Ken's videos and I just have them on in the background. Yeah. They're just, it's re- they're relaxing. You don't need to see them. Why? They're relaxing and they're very informative. Um, yeah, his last one on how to kill a martial art, I thought was great. Um, and behind the scenes, I saw the unedited version as well. So I got some extra some extra content there yeah see mm. mm-hmm. yeah yeah i'm getting treated a bit special now aren't we special treatment perks <laughs> the job 
Um, yeah, Ken Steph. I really, I've been looking at um, because obviously he trains under Rick Ellis for BJJ. He was saying I've been uh, Rick's channel's great as well. I know it's not karate for anyone, but there's a lot of stuff that you can that that's that's not kind of technique related. It's more just the attitude of martial arts related. It's really really good. So yeah. I'd recommend that. Another I, I, channel like Ken's that's really well edited and well put together, really good. Yeah. Uh, someone I, I like um <clears throat> someone I like who I follow on social media and I like his short videos is Stefan Kesting. Mm. Yeah. He's he's uh, interesting and um he's just had a hip replacement, extraordinary guy. Yeah. And um and his and of course it was him, wasn't it, who had a did a podcast with Ian Abernethy Ian, yeah. ages really ago good. so that they could have a this conversation about their difference different opinions and they found more common ground than they expected yeah. which was superb and and I, I love seeing and hearing that in any venue to be honest with you but I think it's especially important in martial arts where things get so misunderstood and people take such polarized views mm. it's so cool to see that that happening so Stefan Kesting is um is an interesting one to watch he, he does a lot of really short videos saying here's a way to do side control here's a way to do this and that i love that yeah he's he's very good <clears throat> there's just yeah. there's loads of great stuff out there there's so much great stuff but something i'm excited about going to assuming i can assuming i am well enough to go which i i'm banking on it is uh, ian abernethy next weekend oh i had a message from um i woke up to a message from kevin Remember Kevin? He's an avid yeah. listener. He was at Les's seminar. Um, he messaged yes. to ask if I was going. He said Joe's not going, but he said he wasn't sure if you were. So I need to message him back because this will be out, no doubt, after that seminar um, to say you're going, but I'm not. Um, I am so looking forward to um, to going to that. It's just going to be great. Yeah, least... sure you, you, you tag Ian and be like, uh, Ian, it's been a while since you've been on the podcast. Do you want to, uh, do you want think he'd come on again? Do you yeah, think he'd come on again and talk yeah. to us? Yeah. I'd love that. I'd mm-hmm. love to talk to him again. I will. I'll ask him. Well done. I'll ask him. We'll, we'll put it in the comments. If he says yes, I'll put it in the comments. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the description. In the description, yeah. Ian Look will come up. on again. Ian's coming back. Ian will come back. Yeah, the Master of Vampire returns. <laughs> and I'm looking forward to our new dojo. It's going to be exciting. Mm, yeah, we, we gave it a test run yesterday. You didn't, but we, we did. I good. didn't. I'm not allowed. It's not fair. <laughs> yeah, we, we did. It was good. It's lovely to have mats just down permanently. It's great. It means we could do a lot more stuff. Yeah, it was good. It was good. Be able to do a lot more stuff, a lot more groundwork, a lot more takedowns without that being so difficult. Yeah. Mhm. And if we really miss the outdoors experience, we could go out in the car park. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? I'm sure, we'll find some sparring partners out there as well. <laughs> <laughs> the area that is in. Well, there we go. There's a skate park around the back, isn't there? There is, yeah. We could do uh, we could we could lend lend something interesting. You know how people are always doing oh my god, no, this isn't practical, but you know how Ian's always doing and uh, tech, techie on a on a tree. Mm. Get someone to do techie on a skateboard. Yeah. Yeah, we could do that. <laughs> we could definitely do that. I mean, I'm not gonna do it. You're more than welcome. Though with your <laughs> knees, probably not the best idea. Mm, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. But yeah, yes. no, new dojo is exciting. It's good. It's good new fun. dojo is exciting with mats. That's yeah. exciting. And I'm looking forward to that. I think as next year comes, when we all go back into more gis and, and new class times and things like that, it's going to be exciting. You reminded me. I, I, 
we had a guy come and train with us a while ago. I don't know if we mentioned this on the podcast or not, and I feel bad that we haven't mentioned it because I know he listens. Matt Nichols, he came and he came down and did a session with me, and then did a session with us on a Sunday. Back in it was probably like September, wasn't it? Probably. Yeah. So yeah, shout out to Matt because I don't think we've mentioned it on here. But yeah, it was it's really nice really... when we drove all that way. He came from um, uh, Kent, wasn't it? I think. It was. It was yes. very nice to meet him. It's a yeah, very really nice guy. guy. Yeah, that was. It was good. So anyone else wants to come down, you're more than welcome. It's good. Absolutely. Good to meet anyone and train with them. It's nice to meet new people and go training with them. Yeah, for sure. So there we go. So what else is coming up? Anything else coming up for us? Um, I don't think so. I mean, we've got some good UFCs coming up. We have. We've got good UFCs coming up. And also, there's been some good There's good movies coming up. I started watching Cowboy Bebop on... Oh, have you Kent. started watching that, have you? I did start watching that, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's very different. <laughs> yeah, I've heard, yeah. Not entirely sure what I think of it yet. I didn't get much of a chance to go very far through it, but it's um it's it's definitely different, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd love to know what other people think of it. I have a feeling that views will be very very polarized on that one, okay. just like on Squid Game. Did you watch Squid Game? No, I haven't watched it yet. No, I maybe will watch it at some point. I'll tell you what I did watch. Weird film. It's called Spree. Spree. Mm, it's, it's it's like a horror comedy. It's on YouTube, actually, is where I found it. It's only like an hour and 45 minutes. But it's shot... It's all kind of found footage style. So, But it's, it's, it's like a guy who wants to be social media famous. Yeah. Like, he wants loads of followers. So his thing is, he's a... It's like Uber. They call it Spree. He's a spree driver. And his plan is to kill his passengers and get as many views as possible. And it's just really, like, fucking weird, but it's all done through his phone. So it's all done as if it's a live stream. It's not... Yeah. It's really good. It's really good. And, um, yeah, he, like... He, he doesn't, like, flat-out murder them, but, like, he'll have water in the back that he puts poison and stuff in, and he'll be like, oh, if you need a drink, you're more than welcome. And they're like, oh, cheers. And then he's documenting how he kills all his passengers and stuff and then some people don't believe it they think it's all set up some people really believe it and it's yeah it takes a turn at the end it's it's really good i enjoyed it i'll actually link the youtube video in the description if people want to watch it because it's yeah that's that sounds mad (laughs) it's quite good though (laughs) fuck knows how i came across it but i thought it was interesting it says something about your search history yeah, yeah, maybe it does. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, UFCs are good. But Poirier and Oliveira coming up. Oh my God, I love those two. It's going to be, that's going to be interesting. That's going to be very interesting. I like those two. But it's going to be, I don't know. I don't know. I can't, I don't know who wins. I do not know. I can't call it. Do you have an opinion on who you'd like to win? I'd like to see. I'd like to see Dustin win. Why is that? I just think he deserves it. To be fair. Yeah. 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 But if Oliveira wins, I wouldn't really mind either because I like them both. Yeah. It's going to be a good fight. It is going to be a very very good fight. Islam Makachev signed on to fight Benil Dariush. I didn't see that. Yeah. So I'm, I'm the winner of that will get a title shot, I'm sure. Okay. Oh, cool. Which will be interesting. Imagine cool. if Dustin wins the belt and then has to fight Khabib's next guy. Yeah. He's just like, for fuck, give me a break. Come on with these fucking Russian guys. Like, let me at least have the belt for a bit before you send these guys in. Khabib's guys have got got the system absolutely nailed, haven't they? It's just it's just that the the, the Russian guys in general. Yeah, they've got it nailed. They've got their game is is so 
it's so tight, isn't it? Mm. And I think what it is as well, it's it's not new. It's definitely not new to them because they've done it for years. But people just don't know how to deal with it. So people can't learn it quick enough. Do you know what I mean? But they just don't know how to deal with it. It's a different level of wrestling that they bring. Hang on, though. What do you mean they... they... Sorry, I might be missing something here, but Khabib's been around for a few years now. They not shouldn't be yeah, having yeah, yeah. to learn this in a hurry. No, they no, know, no. They but... know this game is out there. Yes, but unless you've faced Khabib, I think it's... I, I'm, I mean, I've never faced Khabib. I'm just going by what I think people have said is that it's a different animal. You can train for a wrestler all you like, but these Russian guys are a, a different level. There's just something about the way they train and the way they do things that is different. Mm. so yeah I don't know people can't seem to solve the problem look at Hamzat Shemaev just walked in picked the guy up went over to Dana said Dana get off your phone put him down and choke like ridiculous insane so they know how to do it they do they're they're playing to their strengths which I always admire we were talking about what's good in uh, the karate world at the moment. Chris Hansen shared this. Is if you've never watched, um, I believe the YouTube channel is called Kura Obi World. I'll link it. Um, and it's Tatsuya Naka from the JKA. Um, is a seventh dan JKA guy, and for years now he's been going around learning different things from other martial artists. Mm. He went and trained with a. Um, a kendo guy and learnt some of that. He trained with a judo guy, a BJJ guy, and MMA, like just all over the place. He kind of like his whole YouTube thing is his journey of karate, basically improving his oh, karate by oh, going. Interesting. Yeah, and he's just done one with a boxer, and I thought that was really interesting. Seeing someone who's so traditional JKA transfer over into those worlds is really good. So I'll link that. And what's his, um, how has it changed him? I think he's just, I think he's just way more open than the guys he's working with in the JK. I think. Did he, what was his reasoning for I doing it? I don't know. I don't, uh, that I don't know. That I don't know. I know it started by going and training with other karate styles. Mm. So I know I've got one of his videos where he goes and trains with, um, uh, Minoru Higa in Okinawa who's a great brilliant karate guy yeah just a little short guy but stacked old guy just an absolute beast there's another video I've I watched I'll, I'll link in the description again of his dojo really good and then he went and trained with some Goju guys and then some Uechiru guys so it started off going off and training with other karate styles and comparing the JKA Shotokan to their systems. Mm. And I think from there, he went and just thought, fuck it, I'm going to go and train with anyone. It's really good. Sounds like it. I'd yeah, definitely like to see that. Yeah. I, I, do, I do love these whole sort of kind of quests for knowledge and going looking for roots of things and, and different styles of things. Mm-hmm. Which... um. Which I saw in one of was it was it Jesse's when Jesse and Camp did the Okinawan thing was that the first one that you sent to me when you found he some sent new series hasn't he yeah um, no it was new series yeah, but yeah he, he has but the first one you sent to me was Okinawa wasn't it yeah he's done two seasons in Okinawa and then one in China yeah so that yeah. was that was interesting sort of seeing influences and you know that have come up that we've said there's so many influences there that it's not it can't be am I right saying it can't be a pure thing it there's influences from absolutely everywhere flowing into it yeah and and watching someone kind of discover that was I love that Mm. or another channel talking about Jesse is is monkey steals the peach on YouTube oh yeah you love that Um, yeah Will he was in Jesse's um, karate nerd in China series. He was kind of Jesse's guide around China. Really, really good channel. Um, I mean, it's all it's all kung fu. 
So, I mean, I haven't got a clue about Kung Fu, but you watch it and you go, I recognise that, I recognise that, I recognise that. And then you look at applications and you go, it's all the same. It's all the same stuff. It's all the same. But it's really interesting if you're into, like, the karate history and kind of the roots of karate. When he goes and trains with uh, the incense shop boxing guy, uh, he learns, like, a lot of karate forms, essentially, but the older versions of them. It's interesting. Yeah, so I recommend his channel as well. Monkey steals the peach. Mm-hmm. I will look for that. I will go look for that. There's some um, really good stuff to be watching at, watching throughout December. Then I'm sure mm-hmm. everyone's got plenty of time to be watching things through December. Yeah, no, there's anything to do in December. It's a quiet month, isn't it? December. Quiet month. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Go and calm yourself down by watching some nice karate videos. Mm. Calm yourself from the stress of December. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, most of the videos we've linked weren't karate, but yeah, but they're all they're all interesting, karate related, martial arts based, and yes, interesting stuff. If you like that kind of interesting stuff, but if it's all karate for you, that's fine too. That's fine too. Do what you want to do, people. Watch mm. what you want to watch. Don't let anyone tell you different. <laughs> I'll tell you what I did, was watching the other day, actually, which is karate specific. I was watching some of the old highlights from the the old um, tournaments back in the day. Yeah. The old KGB tournaments and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. It's nothing like today. Christ. Really? Oh, God, yeah. Now, they batter the shit out of each other in those competitions. Not like not like the karate competitions of today. It's very different. But, yeah, there was some, some, some cracking fights in those old JKA KGB days. Are they more like karate combat now? Yeah, to be fair. Yeah, you're probably right, actually. Yeah, they were. Yeah. That's a really good point. I hadn't thought of that. That's a very good point. Yeah, it was, I mean, it was pretty full contact. People was, yeah. And there were takedowns, yes. There was no ground war. Yeah, it's very similar to karate. That's a good point. Very similar. I like karate combat. It, it's, I um, do, I do as well. It's, it's really great to see people of that standard and that class sparring, properly f- sparring and fighting in a very karate kind of way with you know different influences and what have you but it's all there it's it's, it's really good to see mm. i like it very much i think there are some rules that i see why they're not in there or, or, or why the rules sorry are in there because they don't want to make it basically mma again mm-hmm. this is kind of i guess the step between if, you, if you're an olympic guy and you want to progress to mma maybe go here first do you know what I mean? It's kind of the step in between. So I can see why they've excluded, obviously, groundwork. But I think, is it only three seconds on the ground? I can't remember the rule, but um, I think you have to do something when you're there, but then you break and then you come mm. up, which is like boxing, isn't it? You can't, Yeah. you know, you can't clinch up with someone. Worth, it might be worth extending it to something like 30 seconds, because three seconds for me is a bit short. You don't want it to turn into a ground fight like you would in MMA. Because obviously you're trying to just ex- explore a certain skill set. But I think three seconds. I th- maybe it's not three seconds. I don't know. But, yeah. If anyone knows the rules for that, um, to, you know, save us the arduous hard work of looking them up. <laughs> yeah. Feel free to tell us what they are and the reasoning for it. I'd love to know. Um, but, um, but we'll also try and look it up. If I find the rules, maybe we can link those rules in as well. Yeah. I mean, um, it would help if we had someone who was involved with karate combat. It would help. If anyone's at some point, maybe. If anyone's involved in that and they would like to come and talk to us because we're actually impressed with it and uh, and liking it. And we'd love to talk to someone about it who's involved. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, be good. We'll have to see what we can do there. We will have to see what we can do. There, but yeah. Only If only we knew someone. <clears throat> if only we... yeah. yeah, anyway. 
it's in progress. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. It's in progress. Okay. Anything else to add, Sue? No, I don't think so. I'm just looking forward to... What am I looking forward to? Even though it's going to be a really busy month with loads of other stuff, I'm looking forward to training as much as possible and concentrating my efforts on getting really strong and really fit, ready for the new year as much as possible. Okay. I want to really enjoy next year's training. I really do. Because who knows what that's going to look like at this point. Yeah, who knows? Who knows? Could look like anything. Could. Could. Sweet. Well, we've rambled for well over an hour. We have. We've rambled for well over an hour and had a a good catch up on what's going on in a, in the world mm-hmm. and what's good and many reasons to enjoy karate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, many reasons to enjoy karate, martial arts in general. <laughs> I don't know why that's funny. It is. Well, I think I think I know why it's funny. <laughs> why is it why? funny? Because everyone's bitching and moaning at the moment. <laughs> that's why it's funny. There's an awful lot of bitching and moaning at the moment, and um, I'm enjoying myself. Don't get me wrong, we love a good bitching and moan on here sometimes. We do. There's a time and a place. There's a lot of good stuff out there to enjoy. Yes, there is. Go enjoy it. And go enjoy. Good stuff. Focus on the good stuff. Yes. Sweet. Well, everyone, we will put the links to everything in the description. Go and buy a journal notebook book of ours get yourself up and ready for next year people yes do it buy a t-shirt or six don't mind and buy sue a coffee yeah there you go there you go i'll share that link in there as well sweet thank you guys take care take care see you all soon goodbye